Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a movie podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. Uh, for this episode, we are continuing our coverage of Indiana Jones, with this one being the second installment, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And I'm your host, Peter. I'm your co-host, Phoenix. Uh, Indiana Jones is one of those franchises that he has not seen. And so uh, we are here to... Uh, review these movies for our fourth anniversary. Uh, so one thing we like to do on the show is kind of take a trip back to when the movie was released, which was May of 1984. Uh, surprisingly, no other movies of note came out that same weekend, but the number one song was Lionel Richie's Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Not a song you know. Hello. Nope. The only hello song I really know is probably Adele's. Adele's. Adele's is, um, is a very popular one indeed. So that's pretty much it for that weekend. Surprisingly, yeah, no other movies at all. Uh, Temple of Dune was the only one that came out that weekend. Usually you have a couple others that, you know, maybe didn't make any money and what have you, but um, I don't know. So Temple of Doom, um, I think we were kind of, we were fine with the first movie, but Phoenix, what's your initial thought uh, or thoughts of the second movie? Well, uh, right off the bat, as soon as we were done watching it, I just, I knew this uh, Indiana Jones franchise is just not for me. Okay, so you weren't big on this one either? No, not not so much. Okay. Uh, I, I liked it more than the last one. It was a little more interesting. Um, I, I just didn't care for it as much. Much more interesting, but not maybe a better movie. Yes. Okay, that's fair, because um, both of us stayed awake this time. Yep, uh-huh. And I don't think that says anything about um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's just, you know, we we both kind of started a little late and we got just, you know, a little tired. But this one, yeah, this one's definitely weird. Uh, this is the one that people don't like as much. Uh, can you see why? Um, I think the story was a little more uh, not as put together as Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, but I, I can see some points of how it wasn't as liked. I think one of the trivia uh, about this movie is that Steven Spielberg wanted it light. That's why you got some more jokes in here. But also George Lucas, he wanted it really dark. And they were both kind of at a period in their life where, uh, I don't know, if things just weren't going right. But um, they weren't on the same page, you know, in terms of how they want wanted to make the movie. The movie was actually originally titled Indiana Jones and the Temple of Death. You know, and I think it, that's actually still what it's called in some some of the different countries. Um, but we got, uh, you know, a couple new characters. Uh, this one has Kate Capshaw playing Willie. And we also have Ki Hui Kwan, uh, who plays Short Round. You know, I think you recognize him from Goonies, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Data, which is, um, they're both really similar characters in their own perspective movies. Yeah, they kind of are, really. Um, what do you think about the relationship between Short Round and Indy? It's cute. It reminded me a lot of uh, Peter Parker and Tony Stark in the MCU. Okay, I can kind of see that. Um, now, Willie. Willie, what do you think of Willie? Because not, not a lot of people like this love interest. Yeah, she was kind of annoying. Um, kind of just put out there just so Indy can have a female love interest as it was in the last movie, which was a sequel to this movie, I guess. Um, she just she seemed to fall for Indy way too quick. You know what I mean? You think so? Um, the actress, seven years later, would go on to marry Steven Spielberg. 
Oh, that's weird. I yeah, you know, it happens. James Cameron he seems to marry every woman, you know, he puts in his movies. Ouch. But um this movie also you, you kinda mentioned it. This is a prequel. Uh I guess one of the things was that George Lucas didn't really want to do Nazis again. Um but you know, there's a different trivia citing as to why but um you know it's uh, i think different outlets say different things but that's kind of the unofficial official uh reasoning for making it one year before just so they don't have to do nazis again you know which is fine but i don't know if anybody really would have questioned it be like hey well i'm sure they would have questioned where are the nazis even if they went a different direction but that's just kind of what is um stated here so let's talk about the opening scene where it takes place in shanghai you know that's where we meet uh, Willie and Short Round and all that. Did you notice what the name of the nightclub was called? I did not. Club Obi-Wan. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So a little nod to the Star Wars, really. Uh, so what do you think about this whole opening scene? Um, Indy has to go meet this guy named Lao Che. Uh, he, uh, he's just some sort of Chinese gangster. He's got two guys with him. Uh, and it's over, over of a, a diamond. You know that looks really, really fake. Yeah, um, I don't know. It seemed very James Bond esque to me, personally. I think that's the idea. Yeah, and I, I feel like in this movie, uh, maybe a little bit towards the end of the last movie, they tried to make Indiana Jones just this big action hero, which I guess he kind of is now. But um, I just didn't. I just don't really go for it. Okay. Uh, so did you? I, I mentioned during. The, um, you know, while we were watching the movie, one of the, the, the shots that I really enjoyed was when Indy was using the gong as protection and somebody was using a Tommy gun to shoot at him, you know, and I thought that effect was kind of cool. Yeah, it was a cool effect. Um, you know, it just, it gives, I, George Lucas was writing it. It makes sense how everybody in all of these Indiana Jones movies have missed every single shot. So it, it does. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, the, the, um, those warriors from the first movie in the opening sequence of Raiders, they yeah, can't shoot anything with a bow and arrow. The same thing with here. Uh, uh, none of the gangsters can shoot uh, as, as well. What did you think about um, Indy having a uh, kind of a a spy or somebody, you know, like the waiter that had like the gun um, underneath oh, yeah, his, the, the tray? The waiter friend. Yeah, but then you also got Lao Che who has... Uh, uh, poisoned him and and so now he has to like try to get the antidote and that's kind of the reason why we had this big action sequence in the beginning see it's also fabricated so that you have a story and a little fight scene here like it's a little cartoonish to me because you know they indeed drink the drink and then they're all you know the bad guys are all chuckling to each other he's like what, what what and then they immediately tell him hey we poisoned you and the only antidote is right here in my hand yeah. One one of the other things I guess I forgot to mention that this is also one of those movies that's credited as to um why there is a PG-13 rating. Uh, the other one to include Gremlins, uh this one having a lot more uh violence. Did you think this uh this one this one was a little violent? Oh yeah, of course, especially in the temple. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely get there. Uh we also meet Short Round right here. Uh what'd you think of um the what did you think when you first saw who rescues him you know this this kid in a car i was like oh that's cute he's asian yeah yeah he is asian uh apparently indy just found him when he was like four years old pickpocketing or something like that yeah you're trying to pickpocket indy yep yep uh so they leave and then they get on a plane uh you did ask me some questions throughout the movie and me being not a 
um, you know, a, a big Indiana Jones fan, I, I really didn't have any questions for you. And I think they were all very good questions. Uh, which one to include is if Lao Che wants to kill him, why let him survive on that plane? Or, you know, why not just kill him? Why allow him to possibly escape? Wait, do you mean, uh, answers? Uh, sure. I probably misspoke. Yeah, it was really interesting because, you know, these pilots were just flying them somewhere in uh, Indy and his, uh, his whole posse was just asleep. You know? Do you, do you think that maybe because they are pilots, you know, they're not fighters. And so if they try to take on Indy, perhaps they would lose and they just jump, sh- jump plane, I guess, in this case. Well, I mean, you don't even have to fight. All you got to do is put a gun to his head and just go bang. Yeah, but you're asking somebody who's not a killer, you know, that, that there's people like that. Conscientious well, objectors. Yeah, but that's also if, like, there were people that were normal pilots rather than people who worked for this gangster and that was the gangster's plane and how they uh, laughed or something when they jumped out of the plane. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, you know, if somebody else has an answer or, you know, if there's some sort of, um, you know, kind of theory that everyone uh, kind of goes with, you know, yeah, let us know. Uh, actually, the, people will let us know because, um, you know, I've had people reach out and text me and stuff like that, you know, answer questions uh, as they were listening, which was kind of cool. Um, but the, <laughs> what do you think of the, um, the raft or yeah, the raft of falling out of the plane there? Oh boy. That was one of my biggest pet peeves. I, re- I realized it's a movie back in the seventies, but I mean, come on. Yeah, it came out in 84. 84. Sorry. It was, it was too much for me. Okay. All right. Um, I think what I read was that, uh, they were able Maybe not to get that in one shot, but they didn't, they had very little difficulty filming that and it never really flipped over. But I think Mythbusters did something like that and it, it, it was busted. So clearly it, it wouldn't work. So, um, the weight distribution would have been all weird and stuff. So, um, yeah, again, Indy's just very lucky, right? Uh, ridiculously lucky. Yeah. Throughout this whole movie. Yep. At least five times. So they do end up in India. And what do you think about this shaman going to Indiana and saying, yeah, uh, we prayed to the gods and they brought you, a white man? Well, it's a very good thing that they speak English and that Indy can speak their language because otherwise we wouldn't have a story. Yeah, but uh, do you find that borderline racist at all? They, they're asking their gods for some help and their gods sent a white man. I don't really see it as racist, but now that you bring it up, I guess so, a little bit. Yeah, there's definitely some controversy um, over that. And um, the other thing is that Shaman, he, apparently he doesn't speak English, the the actor himself. Um, I guess he had to be fed his lines, and so all his inflections and all that uh, was done by whoever was feeding him the lines. I think might have been Spielberg, but the guy, he would just repeat phonetically, you know, so he didn't, didn't even understand what he was saying. Oh, that's was doing pretty good. Yeah, I did okay. So in the village, we find out that there are no kids uh, around at all. Did you have an idea where they might have gone at this point? No. I mean, it w- thinking about it, uh, to myself, it was a little bit of a creepy idea. Where, like, oh, where'd all the kids go? Yeah. Yeah, the, the kids go missing, and that's why uh, they ask uh, Indy to, uh, to go find them. So this is actually the, if I'm not mistaken, the only movie where uh, Indy is kind of told slash asked to go on this mission like all the other movies apparently uh it's you know it's missions that he wants to go on himself right so he's kind of being voluntold uh in this movie so 
we go to this palace, right? We meet all types of people. What do you think about the scene at the palace? Uh, I I did kind of mention to you that oh, he had some new clothes to wear. It looks like something Indy would wear already, but I'm sure he just got it from somebody there.、Uh, what do you think about the lunch? The lunch at the palace? Yes, with the monkey brains. Actually,、uh, before we get there, what do you think about the lunch in India, where oh, 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 where where, where Willie was insulting the、uh, the group? Would you have eaten the food? Probably not. But after Indy told her that, oh, you're you're disrespecting them and stuff, I probably I would I'd have eaten it like immediately. It it was very reminiscent of、uh, Willie Wonka and the Chocolate Factory,、uh, the 2009 remake with Johnny Depp. Was it two thousand nine? Um, I I don't remember, and that scene I don't recall either. It was when uh Willy Wonka was explaining how he met his umpalumpas and how he was checking in the forest and they ground up some worms and stuff, so he had to try it in front of them. Ah,、uh, yeah, I I don't remember that detail at all, but yeah, it's very much like that. But do you like how Indy was kind of smiling and telling her like you're embarrassing me? Yeah, it's funny. It's a good scene. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good.、Um, Harrison Ford, he's uh, he's good in this role. You know, I I don't know which role I like him better in. You know, as Han Solo or Indiana Jones. Oh, it was Han Solo. Okay, well, well we'll see. You know, we got one, maybe two more movies. You know, we we don't know. We don't know yet at this point. But yeah, let's talk about the monkey brains, the big old snake with the other live snakes inside it, and、um, beetles. What do you think about all that food? You know, I'm not gonna lie. The monkey brains and the baby snakes inside the snakes that actually look kind of appetizing. My thing with the monkey brain is, it's served in a freaking head. Yeah, okay, that,、uh, that's a little weird. I couldn't stare at the the monkey while I'm eating it. But if I turn it the other way and close my eyes, I'm sure I'd try it. I don't know though, but the fact that it's served in a in a head, you know, it that's the part that's the creepiest, I think. You know, and luckily they do turn the head the other way, but that's you know to show the audience, like, hey, this is what it's served in.、Uh, I think for me, if I were to try any of that, it would have to be at a restaurant in the U.S. You know, ha- having passed all all types of like inspections. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If it was if I was indie, out. In this country that I didn't know, well, okay, and you probably knew about it. If I was Willie, that's your name, right? Yes. If I was Willie, I I wouldn't eat it. Which she didn't, right? Um, I don't think she ate anything.、Uh, not even the soup with the eyeballs. Would you eat the soup with the eyeballs?、Uh, okay, yeah, I wouldn't eat the soup. Well, what kind of eyeballs were they? Do you know? You know, I guess you don't have to eat the eyeball as long as you just drink the soup. Yeah, I would eat the eyeballs. I eat fish eyeballs. Yeah. See, I mean. I don't know. Those are those are really hard situations. Is I mean, we could sit here and say that we wouldn't try any of it, but put in that situation where we don't want to insult the you know local nationals.、Um, you know, may, maybe we would try a little bit, or you can fake being sick or something like that. So,、uh, yeah, it's one of the grossest things、um, you know about this movie, and and、uh, apparently. India, where、um, they kind of rejected the idea of, or they wouldn't allow the filmmakers to film there because they found、uh, the script kind of offensive, you know. And it could be also in regards to the food, the the fact that their god sent them a white man to help save, you know, their kids and all that. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Yeah, and there was something about China too, because apparently George Lucas wanted some kind of chase、uh, on the Great Wall of China, and、um, the the Chinese government was like, no. So, so it didn't sound like、uh, even the people wanted the, the the movie to be made like in their homelands. Yeah, that's funny. That just shows you how.、Uh, well, I don't know where I'm going with that. Maybe they knew. 
Maybe they knew. What'd you think about the little kid, um, king or prince or whatever he was? Oh man, immediately as soon as the sun was like, oh, that's a bad, that's a bad person right there. I, I thought, it, I mean, you kind of said it too, but I thought it was a girl also when I was younger. Yeah, I also thought that was a girl. I, I couldn't tell. And, you know, like Willie, she was kind of gold digging, right? She was all like, oh, you know, that, uh, does the king have a queen and all that? And then it turned out, uh, turned out to be a little boy. Yeah, that's funny. What do you think of, I, I think we had already passed it at this point, but, um, you know, they make a few stops and trips and stuff like that. Kate Capshaw, who plays Willie, she does a lot of physical comedy. Um, a lot of things, if she's not screaming, which I think I read somewhere like over 70 times, she screams throughout the movie. So if she's not doing that, the other things is she's kind of like, um, you know, we're kind of laughing at her expense, right? Uh, when she falls off, off the, uh, the elephant, you know, the, the one point where like the elephant was bothering her. And then at the last moment, it's actually like a big old python or something. Yeah, you could even call her uh, part of a comedic relief. She she really is. Um, what do you think about the the card playing with Indy and Short Round? I thought it's cute. It showed uh, showed their bond that they have together and how uh, close they are. Which makes me wonder, like, what happened to Short Round in the next movie? Um, Short Round. This is the only movie he's in. Raiders. You know, obviously, since that came out first, there was no mention of him. Um, you know, they didn't plan that far ahead. Which, funny enough, is I, I guess George Lucas told Spielberg's like, "Hey, I want you to do these movies," and I got three of them. He's like, "Okay," but in reality, he only had the one movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that would have been uh, it would have been good to see short short round. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of people really love this character. Um, you know, I'm sure that's another reason why he was casting Goonies. But uh, this particular scene, the card playing scene, the actor he he goes by Jonathan now. Um, and he hasn't done very much, uh, after these two, you know, big roles of his, but, uh, apparently his brother is actually the one that went to the audition and he kind of sat in the background with his parents and was kind of telling his brother what to do. And the casting directors or whoever was just like, we like him. And Ouch. yeah, they brought Harrison Ford in and they kind of like improvised that card playing scene. It went well and they hired him. How old was the brother? I think he was a little bit older. I, I don't know the exact details, but I do know that um, this one, Jonathan here, he actually won the role like over, I, I feel it was like, like 6,000 boys or 5,000 or something, something ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. So shows, you know, that uh, the kid, like, you know, w- one of the things that I really like about him too, like I feel that he really looks at Indy as like a father figure, you know, because he's kind of, he's pretty much orphaned, right? And... Some of the moments I like with him is when he's, like, copying Indy. I'm not sure what you mean by that. So, like, for example, there's that one scene when they're in the hut talking to the shaman. And uh, Indy is kind of, like, listening and talking to him. If you watch Short Round, he is imitating, like, what Indy is doing physically, you know, from sitting down and you know, what he does with his hands and all that. He watches Indy and imitates it, too. Oh, yeah. Well, he really looks for or looks up to Indy. Yeah, yeah, he really does. Um, Again, kind of like a father figure. So we get to the palace, and there's this one night where I don't know if it's sexual tension at all, but what do you think about that scene, the whole play between Willie and Indy and trying to, you know, call each other out, whether, you know, who wanted who more and all that stuff? Yeah, so weird. It was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable to watch. I mean, not not that it was, like, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, like, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore, but it was kind of uncomfortable, like, okay, get on with it. 
for me, like, I just, I didn't really buy the chemistry, you know? Yeah, I didn't see the chemistry. It came on too fast. I think it was a little forced. I mean, the other thing is that she, like, she didn't want to come on this journey with them, you know? I think, wasn't she Lei Chao's, Lao Che's girlfriend or something? I think she was just some singer in this nightclub, and she just got dragged along because she wanted this diamond. Yeah, see, because the other women, um, they usually want to go on the journey with him, right? So, like, in the first movie with Marion, she wanted to come along, and there's that one point where Indy was gonna, um, you know, kind of, she was tied up, and he was gonna release her and have her come along, but he ended up just leaving her there. And so, you know, I think with Willie, any chance she gets, she would rather not come along. For example, you know, let's kind of get there, but, um, after I, neither of them wanting to go into each other's room, uh, there's this one part where Indy's kind of pacing around his room and you kind of missed it. You, you didn't even notice that Short Round was like sleeping in the background. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a little short. Yeah. He, he is short, but he is in the foreground. But I thought it was really cool that there was, uh, an assassin that just kind of comes out of the background, you know, within like the wall. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was, it was a cool uh, idea. So it was a cool scene. Um, I think another staple of a Indiana Jones movie is uh, seeing Indy's shadow like along the wall. So they do fight. Uh, what do you think about the assassin getting caught up in the fan and, and hung? Well, out of all the fight scenes, I think this one was the most natural I've seen of the last two Indiana Jones movies. Natural? Natural as in Indy wasn't overpowered? Not overpowered. Um, it looked like he was actually struggling. I, I feel like he kind of does. And this one, again, he kind of got lucky. You know, the whip just kind of caught onto the fan, right? Well, okay, I guess he's lucky in every fight. But this one, it looks like the assassin could have completed his job pretty easily. Yeah, he probably could have. So they, uh, Indy finds, like, this secret passage, you know, that leads to the Temple of Doom. Uh, what do you think of, like, all the bugs and stuff like that? Oh, man, the bugs look so creepy. Yeah, and I kind of pointed out that the scenes from, like, um, the back of Willie, that's like a dummy, you know, but uh, apparently Kate Capshaw didn't know very much of the details when she signed on, and there were many things that she didn't want to do, and they had to really convince her to kind of go through with things. So in our first coverage of Raiders, I kind of asked you, you know, which would you had um, rather done, you know, fall into a pit full of snakes or tarantulas all over your back? Now, with those two in mind... Would you stick your hand through that little, you know, to... That little crevice? Yeah, yeah, to to unlock the, the door? Nope, they're dead. I would not have done that. <laughs> I mean, these, these that... insects are, like, insanely crazy. Are those the worst for you, would be insects of those three? I wouldn't say insects were the worst. It was just those okay. those type of insects. It looked like, it looked like a, a xenomorph insect. Okay, okay, I can kind of see that. Um... Would you walk through a tunnel full of those beetles and all that stuff, having to step on that with your bare feet? Over? Over tarantulas on your back and a pit full of snakes. Okay, I wouldn't mind the pit full of snakes. Uh, tarantulas on the back or walking barefoot on the insects. Uh, yeah. uh, probably the insects. You would rather do that? I, I hate spiders. Anything arachnid is just a no-no. So we only got, I think, one instance of um, Indy and... And the, the big python, that's when Willie, you know, she thought that it's the elephant trunk and, like, yanks it off of the branch. I think that's the only time we saw him react to a snake. Yeah, but that's good. It keeps up with the whole, oh, I hate snakes. Yeah, yep. It, it's definitely a thing. Um, 
I don't remember it being in the next movie, but we'll definitely see. But that is an ongoing thing for sure. Um, so they get to the temple, you know, they witness a sacrifice of sorts. Um, what do you think about this whole ritual? You know, we'll just kind of blanket this entire uh, scene here. Uh, the, like the effects and, uh, Mola Ram in, you know, the, again, the human sacrifices and, you know, the infinity stones that he's looking for. <laughs> um, you know, taking, taking the heart out of that guy. I don't know. It was a little too much for me. Not, not that it was like scary or anything. It was just like, oh, he just, he's just going to slip his hand in there. He's just going to slip his hand in his chest where he's, okay. All right. So, so you're not a believer in like voodoo magic or anything like that. Well, I guess, I guess if that's what they did, then sure, we'll go along with it for the sake of the movie. But otherwise, I'm just kind of like, ah, really? Okay. So did you find anything interesting at all in this, uh, I guess the third act of the movie? I like the uh, the skull with Sincara stones inside the the little outlets because it reminded me a lot of the Goonies. Okay, so so, so that's a cool visual. Yeah, it's a cool visual. Okay, uh, the, the whole scene, like in general, the 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 big pit of fire, it was it looked nice. It was a good set piece, I think. But um, the whole scene itself of the human sacrifice, I I don't know. I just I didn't really care for it as much. Okay, so obviously you didn't fall that uh, fall for. Um, Indy being hypnotized and under under the spell or anything like that because obviously he's our lead. Um, everything would be fine. But what do you think about fire being the reason to snap them out of it? I thought that was a pretty good idea. Um, it, it just unfortunately it took too long, right? Because these kids have been gone for a while. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense that uh, fire is kind of fire is kind of the theme in this movie. Um, you know, he takes out the heart. Once the guy burns, the heart burns. Um, he's just got a really bad case of the heartburn. I don't know. It was, it's whatever. It's, it's pretty lit. Yeah. Or, or not. Maybe <laughs> it's not used correctly in this uh, scene, but you know, I'm trying to throw in my dad jokes when I can. All right. So they eventually escape, you know, and the escape goes on for a long time too. There's a few fights in between. Uh, there's that one fight where Indy uh, fights with one dude where he falls, falls down and then gets uh, smashed in the, uh, what what is it called? You know, like the you know, like the spinning wheel, the rock you know? bulldozer thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was kind of you know not violent, but it was a, it was a little graphic. You know, that the guy gets smashed, and then you see, you know, the uh, the you know, the stained blood uh, on the stone. It was basically the propeller scene again. You know, one thing that I really hated about um the the sequence. I mean, the the one that stands out the most is when like the bad guy. I think he threw like a mallet, and then it like bops one guy on the head. And then you get that like cartoony sound, you know. You you remember that at all? I don't. Yeah, it was just kind of out of place. I'm like, what was that about? Like, no, literally, he threw a mallet or a hammer, and it hit some guy in the head, and then it had that that boop, you know. What? Yeah, I don't know. The fight scenes were just kind of whack to me in this movie. Um, there was that one little part where Indy like knocks a guy forward like ten feet ahead. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I think I do, yeah. When he's about to free the kids and this guard just goes flying. And it's like, well, Indiana Jones can't just punch a guy 10 feet forward. No, no, there's a lot of things that he can't do that that still happens. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Short Round's little fight? I like that. That was actually a good fight to me. That was probably the most entertaining thing that happened in this movie. Uh, and there's one point he takes on a few of the, the bigger bad guys, too. That part was a little, <laughs> a little unbelievable. Yeah, that, that was unbelievable. 
I okay. mean, you know, you, you saw how much he struggled with the kid. I, I, you couldn't do that with three big guys or wh- however many it was. So what do you think about the, the, I guess, not the last scene, but the, the scene outside with, like, the bridge and stuff like that and, you know, the alligators and uh, the pit beneath them? It was a it was a good scene. Um, I think it went a little longer than it should have. Uh, I liked the visual of the water flowing towards them as they tried to get out. You know, you know what I mean? Like outside of the cliff. Oh yeah, yeah. Wouldn't they have to run away from the water yeah, by yeah. foot? Uh-huh. And the, <laughs> uh huh. And the crocodiles, I felt, were a little too um, prepared to be there. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's there's a big river. I don't know how many crocodiles just, are on this Maybe river. it was just convenient. Yeah, like, too convenient. Very, very convenient. Like, oh, you're getting trapped, and there are crocodiles in the river too to add to the pain. Yeah, and, and again, the um, the villains are on one side of the cliff, and they're shooting arrows, and nobody's hitting anybody. Mm-hmm. They're just terrible at archery. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Indy saves the day, brings the kids all back, and all is well. You know, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe Willie goes back to Missouri or something like that because she mentions uh, something from there. But very unfortunate that uh, that they don't talk about, um, you know, kind of wrap up Short Round's character. So it'll be very interesting to see kind of what happens, you know, in, in that movie. So that pretty much wraps it up for our review of Temple of Doom. Do you have any other notes or something else you kind of want to talk about in this movie? Oh, uh, I feel like I did, but I, I just can't remember. I think it was just... Movie wasn't as good as it can be or has been hyped up to be. Okay. So I think that, you know, the majority of people may kind of side with you with this one in particular. I, I thought it was fun, but it was a lot of weird stuff too. This one, I'm going to remember a lot more because of all the weirdness that surrounds it, you know, underneath in the palace, uh, the, the, the lunch with the monkey brains and all that. Those I'm gonna kind of remember more than Raiders. Like Raiders was fun, you know. Indie, it was really about him. I think the thing I like the most about Temple of Doom is Indie and Short Round, and it should have been just them, you know. I think the escape went way too long in this movie, but it's fine. It's definitely. I don't think it's better than uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Which one would I watch more? I don't know. You know, I I just I, I think Temple of Doom is just weird enough that I'd probably watch that more. But I mean, if any of them come on TV, I'm just gonna put it on. You know what I mean? But I don't know if I'm ever gonna sit there and be be in the mood and say I'm gonna watch one over the other. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever even put it on. Like I'll like look past it. Like <laughs> no, 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 not that one. Not Indiana Jones. I don't know. I, I I'd get a lot of hate for saying this, but I just don't care for the Indiana Jones franchise. Okay, so. You would watch Raiders over this, though. Yeah, I would watch Raiders over this, actually. Okay. I don't know, Temple of Doom made me too anxious, um, because I wanted to, like, get on to the next scene, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's in a temple, so it's not gonna, they're gonna stay in that for a while, which they did. Yeah, that's fair, you know, because, yeah, I think the movie is long and there's a lot that could be cut out. And I think, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of silliness in here that just made no sense at all. Um, so we don't give ratings, but let's take a look at what IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have it as. Uh, IMDb has it as 7.6. So that's what the, the viewers rated it, average 7.6 out of 10. And Rotten Tomatoes, surprisingly, has it fresh at 85%. So a lot higher. Uh, which one would you agree with more? Well, uh, I'd probably agree with the IMDb one. Um, I'm pretty sure Raiders of the Lost Ark was, uh, eight and a half. 
Yeah, it was a lot higher for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would put it even lower than that. I, I agree with you. I think like a high six. If that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I, I think I have a reputation of being very generous with my scores. So, um, but yeah, I, I think overall Raiders is, again, the better movie. Temple of Doom is really weird, but, you know, that's the one I grew up watching. This is, that's the one that I saw the most of the entire trilogy. So, you know, I would not watch it again, but uh, that's kind of what we got. But guess what? We actually have some listener feedback. I've got something for you. A letter. A letter for me? Allegra. Feedback. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I hated this one when it first came out, mainly because of Kate Capshaw's constant screaming. She definitely was no Marion. Short round completely insults me, and I'm not even Asian. As an adult, I've only barely found entertainment in this installment, and it was all in the slapstick happenings in the first 10 minutes. Plus, Harrison Ford in tux equals hard eye emoji. The rest of the movie is just terrible stereotypes, which makes for an uncomfortable time and predictable time. Ooh, I like that review. That was a good review. Okay. Now, she found short round offensive. You didn't find him offensive at all? I found him a little offensive, but I mean, ah, it's a movie, he's cute, let's just go with it. Which parts, though? Do you have anything in particular? I mean, I don't know if it was just the actor, but the accent was, um, it was a little too much at times. It was like, okay, come on. I, I mean, really heavy. I get it, though. He's not from America. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that he even speaks any English. You yeah. know what I mean? So, no, I, I, I didn't find him offensive. That's a, that's a very interesting comment there. Um, I could find other things, uh, more offensive than, than the character short round. So, uh, but thank you, Allegra, for that feedback. So clearly, you know, she's in the majority that probably, uh, dislikes this movie. And so we do have one more, um, piece of feedback and it's actually an iTunes review. This one is from friend of the show, Pialani, who also has been uh, a guest on a couple episodes. Take a trip down memory lane. Fantastic podcast with guest hosts almost every week. Peter has an easy way about him, so the chemistry always seems to be on point. Entertaining podcast coverage of vintage movies that cross many genres. Subscribe now. And that was five stars, so appreciate that, Pialani, and thank you. Uh, so for anyone that has not yet, uh, please consider leaving an iTunes review. That would really help out the visibility of the show. Uh, we have a group page on Facebook called Postalgic and Friends. If you want to join in and talk about any of the movies that uh, we have covered, I really only post movies or actually I only post episodes um, that I produce or I am a guest on. And, um, you know, I'm not in there trying to keep everybody entertained or active. So if you really want to just talk about anything that was mentioned on any of the episodes, that's where uh, you can join. But uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Postalgic, or you can also visit CortonParts.com to find other great shows that's also part of the network and some of the other things that I do there too. So the next episode, we're clearly going to do Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade, which, by the way, Raiders of the Lost Ark, they added the Indiana Jones part, you know, a little bit later on because it was originally just called Raiders of the Lost Ark. But that's what we'll review next time. So until then, I'm Peter. I'm Phoenix. And this is Paul Sajic.
Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.